The bagpipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rab Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1. G1 Reeds and Chanters were played in 8 out of the 9 winning World Championship performances in 2017, including the newly crowned Grade 1 World Champions in Vararian District, and also for some bands, including the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So many thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, welcome along to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you? Hope you're all keeping very well out there in podcast land. Another week is upon us, and yeah, another episode of the Rab Show podcast. And what a week it's been. It's been insanely busy in the piping world this last while, so we've got a lot to get through. I'm sure you're already noticing the length of this podcast since you've clicked on it, and yeah, apologies for that, but this one's going to be a big one. I was promising this one for quite a while. This is our season preview, where we give you our predictions and everything. Uh, we're going to get into that. That's a big topic of the week this week. But we've got so much news to get through. It's ridiculous. So thank you everyone, first of all, for downloading last week's podcast. It seemed to be extremely popular with a lot of people <laughs> downloading it like crazy. So obviously a lot of you really enjoyed the podcast last week. So thank you so much. And also again, shout out to Stephen for bringing us all that amazing coverage. It was just incredible. So right. If this is your first ever podcast you've clicked on, where have you been? Yeah, we're the show for the piping folk. We have been doing this now for a long time. Uh, yeah, What is this, like episode 60 something now? Yeah, if it's got bagpipes in it, around it or near it at all, then we are the show for you. We talk everything about the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music or even competitive pipe bands is probably our bread and butter. So, yeah. We are the show for the piping folks. So, we do start each and every episode with a bit of listener mail. So, email us in, of course, bigrabshow at gmail.com. And a lot of people have. So, let's get into it. We've got quite a few here. Uh, One from Aaron Patterson says, Hey, Rab, how about uh, for a topic uh, of the week, band practice locations, specifically band halls? Okay, not a bad topic. says, I'm seeing it can be very difficult to find available places that are affordable or even big enough for bands to practice in, especially for a band like mine, having a grade 2, grade 3, grade 4 and grade 5 band. Yikes, what band do you play for, Aaron? Anyway, no doubt it can be a struggle for for bands, uh, especially during winter months where outdoor practices are out of the question. I'm in the States and curious what it's like for most bands around the UK and abroad. Thanks, Rab. I very much enjoy the podcast. Keep up the great work. Cheers. And that's Aaron uh, from Wasatch and District Pipe Band. Yes, of course, Wasatch. Yes, you have quite a big outfit there. So finding a practice location for you would be Quite difficult, to be honest. Yeah, quite a good suggestion for topic of the week. I'll throw that out there to you guys, the listeners. Have you any experience with this, with problems with getting practice space? Hmm, interesting. Also got another one there from Garth. What about you, Garth? Uh, He's messaged in saying, Bands are becoming more and more global. What about a topic of the week talking about guest players? Uh, Bad or who cares? Who knows? Yeah, that's a good point actually yeah global pipe bands that's a good possible topic of the week right there yeah thank you guys for emailing that in pal and yeah 
if you have any suggestions yourselves for topic of the week, please do. Another person has done so is Paula Campbell. Hi, Paula. She says, uh, in Ontario, Canada, they're currently experiencing a shortage of drummers, which is making it difficult to field lower grade bands. Is this regional or are there other noti- others noticing this trend? Also, would love a shout out to the pon- Poncho Party, Mix Posse. Uh, they know who they are. Poncho Party, Mix Posse. There you go. No idea who they are. <laughs> but apparently they will know. So thank you, Paula, for your email. And uh, yeah, um, a shortage of drummers in Ontario, Canada. Interesting. Don't know if we're actually experiencing a shortage of drummers here in the UK, per se, but... You know, I don't know. It's something we could possibly look at if people are experiencing a shortage of drummers. Who knows? Grant, that was a lot of suggestions for Topic of the Week. These were just a selection of few. Uh, here's another email that I got in from Chris. And he says, Good day to you, Rab. What about you? Doing well myself, thanks for the podcast. Would you announce that the Scotia, Glenville and Capital District Youth Pipe Bands will be holding their annual outdoor competition on May 3rd? And the entry deadline was Friday, May 4th. What? (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, the competition is going to be held on May 3rd and the deadline for entries is May 4th. I think you might have got that mixed up there, Chris. Uh, For entry forms and full details about this outdoor competition, uh, go to www.sgpipeband.com and all of their information is up there along with your... uh, you know, information on your playing requirements and all of that sort of stuff. So, yeah, check that out for full details. Much like the indoor competition, Chris will be a chief steward on the day, but not competing this time. And, yes, Chris will send us the results. Awesome. Thank you very much, Chris. He's also said, uh, regarding the pipe band history thing, yes, a lot of people actually got in contact uh, with the pipe band history thing that we've been putting out for a while now, asking people to get in touch with this about pipe bands with an interesting history. So yeah, Chris is one such person. He says, regarding pipe band history, my band is young, only 38 years old. Uh, but yeah, but two that I know of, your favourite pipe band name, Schenectady. Yeah! Schenectady, I love that name. Schenectady Pipe Band, founded in 1917. And then Worcester Kilty as well, founded in 1916. As you may remember, Kilties won the 2016 Grade 3A Worlds. Yes, I remember it very well. And the next year they moved into Grade 2, of course. So hopefully one of the members of one of these bands will reach out to you and give you information. So yeah, anybody from Schenectady or even from Rochester Kilty, I would love to hear from you. Because being formed so long ago, you know, 1917 or 1916... Awesome. I would love to get into that. So, yeah, please do get in contact with me. And uh, so, yeah, also he said that he's promised in his past emails that he would forward his piping learning journey. So, yeah, look forward to that, Chris. So that's Chris Shepard there, piper with the City of Albany Pipe Band. So that's a shout-out then for the Scotia Glenville and Capital District Youth Pipe Band is going to be throwing their annual outdoor competition. There you go. If you have a particular suggestion for topic of the week, or even if you just want a shout out on the show, please do get in contact with us. This week's podcast is pretty important for listener interaction this week. We want to hear your predictions for the 2018 season. I'm going to give you what the Big Rab Show thinks, but I really want to know what you guys think. So, take a note of this email address and be prepared to send us an email later on. So, bigrabshow at gmail.com or even you can reach us on Facebook or Twitter, of course. Yeah, we really want to know your opinion about this incoming season. It's going to be all sorts of exciting. Right. 
Before we get into the piping news this week, we have to give a shout out to our patrons. Those guys who have clicked that support button on our Patreon page, you guys are awesome! Yes! Yes, you are. Thank you so much for the, everyone who's clicked that support button, being LoneStarPiper.com, Twisted Thistle, and of course, Brandon Moreno. You guys are incredible. Thank you so much. If you are wishing to support the show in any way, you can check out our Patreon page. Uh, from as little as $1 a month, you can get little bits of extra content and exclusive things that are available only on our Patreon page. You can check that out. Plus, you can also grab your Big Rab Show merch, baby. Woo! Yeah. T-shirts and hoodies, Big Rab Show stuff. It's been selling like crazy this last while. So, yeah, I've been incredibly busy being a bit of a clothing distributor this last while. So, shout out to everyone who's bought stuff. Thank you, everyone. And, uh, yeah, if you did manage to get your mitts on some stuff, send us a selfie. Send us a wee photograph of you wearing your gear. Uh, yeah, we'd love to know, uh, you know, where everybody is who's bought the, the stuff. So, yeah, every penny that gets raised through the sale of our merch all gets reinvested back into the show. So, and that's what we're going to be talking about at the top of our piping news this week. Us on the Big Rab Show, we have reinvested a lot of stuff that we have got from our Patreon, plus the sale of our recent merchandise. We have invested heavily in equipment for our live streaming this year. A lot of people seem to love tuning in, watching our live streaming each year, and this year we hope to up our game. We have invested quite a lot of money <laughs> in upgraded microphones we've up you know upgraded our like uh, what do you call them? we gimbal things handheld things and everything so you'll have a steady image and all to watch as well as high quality audio so that's what we were after we were looking you know to up our game up our quality and through everyone's support of the rab show it's been possible we have reinvested in a lot of new equipment and gear and yeah here's hoping that our live streaming this year from competitions will be better than last year and that's what you want you want to constantly improve so thank you everyone who's been supporting us on patreon plus buying the merch as i've said before yeah every penny's getting reinvested back in and yeah I cannot wait to start live streaming this year. So, yeah, we get to see what the quality of everything's going to be like. So, hopefully, with a bit of luck, touch wood, everything will be upgraded from last year's uh, live streaming. So, there you go. That's a little bit of piping news for ourselves in the Rab Show. Now, let's get into the piping news, into the thick of it, because I know we've got a long podcast to get through. A lot of people were messaging me following last week's podcast, talking about the Leinster Pipe Band Championships. A lot of people messaging saying, where can they get entry forms for this? Their band would like to go. Right. Straight off the back, you have to go to ipba.ie online. All full details of this are all available up on the Irish Pipe Band website, Irish Pipe Band Association website. We don't have the paperwork, but the association does. Yes, and people are still messaging me, looking at entry forms. Yeah, so... As I mentioned on the last couple of podcasts, was the Leinster branch of the Irish Pipe Band Association are going to be holding the Leinster Pipe Band Championships. And what makes this one so attractive is that it's going to be held on the 5th of May in Swords Castle Grounds. This is the weekend before Bangor, which is the following weekend on the 12th of May. So this is an opportune time for bands to get a pre-run out before the season kicks off here in the UK. Cannot stress how amazing a great opportunity this is to have a real good dry run before things kick off in the UK. You'll have guys with clipboards and all giving you honest opinions on your you know your performance before you hit the grass and banger. So a lot of bands are looking towards this event. So there you go. Don't message the page. I don't have the paperwork. 
go along to ipba.ie. Full details are all available on the association website. Go and check it out. Now, this past weekend was incredibly busy in the piping world because it was the Ulster Solos. Yes, we talked all about it on last week's podcast and we were talking all about it on the live radio show for the past couple of weeks. The Ulster Solos were finally here. And listen to Garvey High School in Lisburn Saturday. What a weekend. I have to say, straight off the back, congratulations to everyone involved in the organisation of this event. It was just second to none. So many events all running at the one time. It almost seemed to be chaos with people running about everywhere with instruments. But for some reason, it all seemed to run like clockwork. So, yeah, hats off to the organisers of this event. It's a huge event with lots of different grades and people flying about getting graded and all sorts of different performances. Yeah, I think I take my hats off to the organisers of the Ulster Solos. It's not a small thing by any means. So congratulations to the organisers. But also congratulations to all the competitors because there wasn't one single grade that was kind of phoned in. You know, there was nobody who was just up there giving it kind of a half-assed attempt. Everyone was up there giving it what they could. And some of the performances on the day were simply magic. Now, let's get through the results first of all, shall we? Starting off with the Peabrook. Peabrook B grade went to Beth Preston of the PSNI. Well done, Beth. And Peabrook grade A went to John McElmurray of the Matt Boyd Memorial. Go on, the Matt Boyd! Yeah! Lethal. Well done, John. Under 16, Peabrook then went to Emma Ferguson of the Matt Boyd. Uh, well done, Emma. And then under 18, Peabrook went to Emma Livingston of the Matt Boyd Memorial. So a lot of Peabrook players in Matt Boyd Memorial. Uh, fantastic stuff. So lifting all the top spots there for the Peabrook Awards. Well done, guys. Now, looking at the juvenile piping, 18 and under, that went to Beth Preston of the PSNI as well. So Beth lifting the Peabrook B and the juvenile piping under 18. Well done, Beth. Not a bad weekend's work there. So junior piping C grade went to Ryan Couples Menendez of the Field Marshal Montgomery. Now, if you haven't caught Ryan's performance yet from the Ulsters, oh. You're in for a treat. This guy is incredibly talented. And yeah, you should go and check it out. The videos are available on social media. We've shared them out on the Rap Show page. Ryan Couples Menendez, definitely a talent to be watching in the piping scene. Certainly in the solo scene as well. Yeah, there's a reason why he lifted the top spot there in that junior grade. Well done, Ryan. Congratulations. Intermediate piping B grade went to John McElmurray of the Matt Boyd. So as well as lifting the Peabrook A, he lifted the intermediate piping B. So well done, John. On to the senior piping then. Senior piping A grade went to Ashley McMichael of the Mighty Field Marshal. Well done, Ashley. Still continuing your winning ways. Open horn piping jig then went to Alistair Donaghy of the Field Marshal Montgomery. Well done, Alistair. Now, senior piping then overall went to Ashley McMichael. Yes, of the Field Marshals. Well done, Ashley. Lifting the Ulster Championships there. Congratulations, sir. Now, on to drumming. Uh, starting off with junior drumming, we had Stephen McGall of PSNI lifting the juniors. So well done, Stephen. Uh, intermediate drumming went to Dean Smith of the PSNI. There you go. So that's two Ulster Championships going to the PSNI there for drumming. On to the senior drumming, however, uh, things changed. It went to Jason Hoy of the Vale of Athol. Well done, Jason. Senior drumming, Hornpipe and Jig then went to Willie Glenhorns of Vale of Athol. Noticing a bit of a trend here. And then senior drumming overall went to Willie Glenholms of the Vale of Athol Pipe Band. So there you go. Senior drumming, hornpipe and jig, plus the open and all of that there all went to guys from the Vale of Athol. Well done, Willie Glenholms and Jason Hoy. Now, 
as you may be aware, I've been talking about it for a while, this event had a world's solo qualifying spot available. Now, this was ran as a separate event and very hotly contested. So, who came out on top? Who lifted that world solo drum and qualifying spot? Yeah, that went to Wally Glenholms of the Vale of Athol. Well done, Wally. There you go. The Vale of Athol seemed to be pretty well represented at the Ulster Championships. And yeah, congratulations, Wally. You're pre-qualified for the Worlds. Yeah, I think what an amazing performance, actually. So yeah, all the videos for all of these performances hopefully will all be available on our Rad Show Facebook page. We did try to live stream as much as possible. One event that we didn't get to, however, was the tenor drumming. So lifting the junior tenor drumming was Emma Fraser of the Field Marshal Montgomery. Open bass drumming then also happening at the Ulsters went to Robert Cody from Ansborough. Well done. Cody. Nice one. So lifting your all Ireland title plus now you're lifting an Ulster title. You're not too uh, you're not too shabby at this old solo business now, are you, Cody? There you go, sir. Well done. <laughs> so yeah, apologies. We were getting loads of messages throughout the day asking could we film this, could we film that, could we, you know, but what was happening was so many events were happening all at the same time. We couldn't really split ourselves four or five different ways. So apologies to people that we didn't manage to get filming. But hey, it is what it is. If we had a camera crew of half a dozen people, we could have possibly covered everything. But yeah, we could only do what we could. So yeah, apologies to everyone who we couldn't cover, but we've done what we could. So that's it for your Ulster solos for another year. 2018, there's your Ulster champions. Congratulations, everyone. I have to say, if you managed to lift a prize at all, I'm not just blowing smoke. I think you honestly deserve a pat on the back because the competitive field was extremely high. At the Ulsters this year. And if you haven't been to the Ulster Solos. I would ask you to consider going. You know it is so well ran. It's like clockwork. It's really fascinating to watch. So yeah. Congratulations to all our competitors. Plus the organisers of the Ulster Solos. And yeah. Thanks for everyone for tuning in online. And checking out our live streaming. From the Ulsters. Cheers. Okay, this past weekend also have to give a shout out to Port Leithen and District. They unveiled their new medley set this past weekend. Did anybody catch this? Oof, man. That, right, okay. <laughs> yeah, they had a competition at the weekend there, the North of Scotland full band indoor competition. And Port Leithen and District unveiled their new medley set. You have to check this out. Alright, take it from me. This medley performance was something else. They earned the top spot in Grade 3 at the competition, plus they lifted the Grade 2 title as well. So, not a bad weekend's work for the guys of Port Leithen. Go and check out their new medley. It's something else. We've shared it out on the Rab Show page, but you can also check it out, Port Leithen and District on Facebook. Or, I think that's where they've uploaded the video. Yeah, go and check it out. Port Leithen and District unveiled their new medley for this incoming season. It's quite incredible. Take it from me. It's kind of awesome. Okay, right. Also, this past weekend, we had the Pipe Major Ian Swinton Open. And this was happening April 21st there, by, held by the Midwest Pipe Band Association. Now, I could ramble on and start going through all the results just like I did there for the Ulster Championships. But we had a good friend of the show reporting on the ground. And he managed to grab us a recording of the winning MSR performance from... yeah. I'll just play the thing. <laughs> yeah, here we are with a winning MSR performance.
have it. What about that? That was the winning MSR set from Andrew Carlyle. So shout out goes to Andrew. What a performance. And thank you so much for uh, Jim Williamson for sending that in. Really appreciate that. And yeah, if you guys are out there at any kind of competitions or that, and you do have the opportunity to take a little sneaky recording or that, you know, definitely send them on to us we would love to have it and yeah play it here on the podcast because sometimes it's good to break things up with a little bit of tunage and yeah that set from andrew fantastic stuff it was really really great to hear so congratulations andrew on lifting the title there at the pipe major in swinton open now from what i understand this is maybe only what the third or fourth time this event's been happening you know, it's an annual thing, runs every year. And, uh, yeah, apparently it attracts a lot of great players. So I honestly didn't know much about it until we started getting messages through at the weekend asking if we would be live streaming from it. Now, I am aware there's a lot of uh, YouTube clips available of this. You can go and check out everyone's performances. They were all filmed and uploaded to YouTube. So, yeah, go and check it out. Recordings are all available up there. So, and again, thanks to Jim Williamson for sending me that. That was kind of awesome. All right. So that was that at the weekend. Also, at the weekend there, an announcement was made by the Royal Scottish Pipe Band Association, Northern Ireland Branch. Yes, Mr. Winston Pinkerton, the president of the RSPBA NI, has recently announced his chosen charity for this incoming year. Now, each and every year, the president's charity gets selected. And there's 101 different reasons why they get selected. This year, the chosen charity of choice was announced as being the Air Ambulance Service for Northern Ireland, the AANI. So, as its operational base is held in Lisburn, and this was all announced at a big function there on Thursday the 19th. So, in choosing this local charity for 2018, yeah, they're going to be collecting money, basically, for this charity at Pipe Band Championships throughout the season. Winston Pinkerton, of course, our president, he was quoted as saying the reason he chose the Air Ambulance Service for Northern Ireland as this year's charity is because he personally witnessed the importance of the presence of an air ambulance at his nephew's very serious motorcycle accident. Ouch. And was very impressed. The fact that the helicopter could arrive at the scene in a very short period of time, accompanied by a full medical team, including a doctor, a paramedic, and all, without doubt, managed to save lives so yeah whenever you hear things like that definitely a very worthy cause so throughout this past couple of years 2016 and 2017 rspba northern ireland managed to lift over eleven thousand pounds for the president's charity and here's hoping 2018 2019 we can do the same so if you are going to any championships this year uh, please do dig deep there will be people collecting for this charity they'll be there with the charity boxes and such so please do throw them a couple of quid for a very worthy cause air ambulance service in northern ireland definitely a very worthy cause thank you rspba and i what a good cause also have to get on to a shout out to perth metro pipe band yeah go on the perth metro yeah these guys have been incredibly busy this last while been fundraising like crazy. They're selling raffle tickets all over the place. They're throwing big dinners. They're throwing concerts. Perth Metro have been insanely busy. But recently, in the middle of all of this foray, they announced a bit of news that kind of slipped under the radar for everyone. They have announced that they have a brand new bass drummer. Awesome. They've got a brand new grade 4 bass drummer. And I'd like to welcome to the ranks Sarah Hamza. Yes, she'll be their grade 4 bass drummer for their 2018 Worlds campaign. Sarah is a competent bass player. Apparently she's currently playing with Victoria Scottish Pipe Band. And apparently Perth Metro are very excited to welcome her to the ranks. Given her knowledge and experience in the grade on her instrument. And she'll bring, uh, yeah, 
a lot of experience to Perth Metro's Grade 4 course. So, yeah, cannot wait to see what Sarah's going to bring uh, to the back line or even the midsection there at Perth Metro. As we've mentioned it before on a lot of other podcasts, whenever you change a bass drummer, you essentially change a band. You're changing the heartbeat of the whole thing. I know people don't think bass drummers are important, but they really are, you know. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, they want to give a, a special thanks to all of the applicants. Apparently, they got quite a lot of talented musicians who were applying for the post of bass drummer with Perth Metro. And, yeah, Sarah Hamza came top of the pile. So, congratulations, Sarah. We wish you the very best of luck with Perth Metro, and we look forward to seeing you whenever you head over here to the Worlds. Right, a little bit of concert news. Fans of the folk music scene will know Jarleth Henderson. We've spoke about Jarleth Henderson on this show many, many times before. He's a great Ullen Piper of note. And uh, yeah, this special announcement made by BBC. Of, you may not know, but they hold a annual event called The Proms, where the BBC Concert Orchestra puts on all sorts of performances in the Royal Albert, Albert Hall. So why am I talking about the BBC Proms? Well... The BBC Concert Orchestra are going to be playing alongside a lot of folk musicians, one of them being Jarlath Henderson, who is just an incredible piper. I cannot wait to see what Jarlath is going to be bringing to this event. So the BBC Concert Orchestra, as part of the BBC Proms, is going to be held on the 3rd of August in the Royal Albert Hall. This event is going to be incredible. The lineup so far that's been announced is a band called, uh, well, they have Julie Foulis in there. They also have The Unthanks and a band called Allah, or Allah, sorry. <laughs> Allah. That's something completely different. Allah. <laughs> oh, stop. I can't rap. God, wrong. Brilliant. Yeah, the band called Allah. So there you go. Jarlath Henderson playing bagpipes, hopefully along with the BBC Concert Orchestra in the Royal Albert Hall. Talk about taking the folk music scene to somewhere incredible. Whew. I wish you the best of luck, Jarlath. Uh, you know, I think us on the Rap Show will be certainly watching with interest come the 3rd of August. This is going to be an event that, yeah, you're going to want to catch. Hopefully it'll all be filmed and recorded live by the BBC. They're, they normally do whenever it comes to the proms. This will be an event that you're not going to want to miss. Okay. Let's fly on. Shout out goes to New Ross and District Pipe Band. Yes, for those of you who've been following New Ross and District Pipe Band, uh, they've been on their travels this past week. They've been taking part in the Virginia International Tattoo. And it's just not fair. The band seem to be having the best possible time. They're snapping photographs all over the place and video clips and all sorts. And they just seem to be having the best crack over there at the Virginia International Tattoo. If you are interested, you can check out the Virginia International Tattoo. They do live stream a serious amount from both rehearsals plus their actual performances, hopefully. I haven't seen any of them yet. But yeah, featuring New Ross and District Pipe Band representing Ireland over there. Yeah, fantastic stuff, guys. If anything, I'm insanely jealous. And would you stop tagging me in selfies of you all standing in the bar having the best crack? It's just not fair. <laughs> anyway, hope wish you as well, guys, over there in the Virginia International Tattoo. Hope you have the best time. And yeah, we'll hopefully see you on the grass whenever the season kicks off here in a few weeks. Okay, getting into a little bit of a serious story now. Uh, the now former treasurer of the Glengarry, Glengarry Highland Games in Maxville, Ontario, or as we know them, the Maxville Games, uh, yeah, that organises the North American Pipe Band Championships, Apparently, the former treasurer has just been arrested on charges of defrauding the organisation uh, 
and one other of a total of over $600,000 over several years. Mm. Ouch. So this apparently just happened recently. The story broke there and Pipestrums.com managed to publish the story. So I'm only just kind of regurgitating what they had, their research and everything. So the unidentified 52-year-old woman, she was a resident of Maxville. She was charged on three counts of forgery. Apparently she served with the board of directors in the Glengarry Highland Games and the Kenyan Agricultural, whatever organization that is. Apparently they are involved in the organization of the annual Maxville Fair, which is a separate event from the Pipe Band Championships. A news release from the Kensington Police had said that allegedly to prevent the charities from falling into arrears, that she is accused of using her professional position as a controller uh, to funnel money from her employer to cover shortfalls. Hmm. An investigation alleges that some of the misappropriated funds were used to cover some of the expenses she incurred through her role as secretary slash treasurer. According to a source close to the matter, the Glengarry Highland Games maintain that the event will proceed as usual in 2018, which is really, really great to hear. Although it will reportedly have to prove that it has made significant accounting changes in order to maintain its federable a federal charitable funding. So that's interesting in itself. So the Pipe Band Association, uh, the PBBSO, has the fullest confidence in the Glengarry Highland Games partly, and they have the continued support and unwavering support, is what they've said actually. And that came from the president, Chris Buchanan. So there you go. People who were concerned about the North American Pipe Band Championships, we did actually receive a couple of messages about this. Asking me had I heard about all of this misappropriation of funds and everything. And yeah, people were sending me names and things and kind of reluctant to do that. Uh, because whenever you look at it officially, there hasn't been any name actually put out there in the press. And I'm reluctant to give out names myself. Because, you know, the whole innocent until proven guilty kind of thing. But yeah, this person has been arrested for, yeah, forgery and all of that sort of stuff over $600,000 over several years. That's really painful whenever it comes to organising the Highland Games, especially one as big as Maxville, the North American Pipe Band Championships. So, mm, dark times, I believe, in the history of Maxville. Whenever you consider it, I look back to see how long this event had been running for, and it actually has been running since 1948. That's crazy to me. 1948 this event has been running for. So, yeah, for it to fall down now in 2018 would be a travesty. So I'm so happy to hear that it's going to continue on as normal. Although they have to do a considerable amount to make sure that they're, yeah, they're okay with <laughs> federal, federal charitable funding tag that they have. So, yeah, good news that it's still running. And not so good news for the person who was arrested and embezzled all that money. Hmm. Dark times. Anyway, if we hear any more on this story, we will let you know, of course, because it's a serious amount of money. And obviously that all, well, not all of it, but a good majority of it would have came from us, piping fan. Piping fans and bands, men and women. You know, that would have came from our pockets. So, yeah, if we hear any more on this story, we will let you know. On to other things. The Blackthorn Piping Society here in Northern Ireland has closed its doors this past week. Yeah, as the competitive season is just around the corner, the Blackthorn Piping Society wraps up. Now, this is the way they run things. Whenever the winter season starts, they open the doors. And whenever it finishes, 
They close the doors. So whenever the Blackthorn Piping Society wraps up, then we know that things are about to kick off. Yeah, so, yeah, they held a bit of a bash there, up in there, uh, the centre up there, the Discovered Ulster Scott Centre in Belfast. They held a bit of a meeting, and they all had a bit of a dinner and a bit of a talk and everything. So it was great. Just wrapping things up, I think, for the year for the Blackthorn Piping Society. We look forward to what the Society will have to bring us in September of this year. Apparently plans are already in motion to bring in some of the best in the piping world, so cannot wait. Including some international visitors as well, so awesome sauce. Once we hear who's going to be playing we will let you know but until then that's it for the blackthorn piping society for this year they've closed their doors we look forward to seeing you in september okay after reporting last week on the podcast about the silver chanter event at the 2018 glenfiddich we thought that was it we thought it was done we thought that silver chanter event was dead and gone because of a lack of funding one of the main sponsors of the Silver Chanter event at the Glymphitic pulled its funding. And we thought that was it. The Silver Chanter event was dead. But apparently it has been saved. Yes, thanks to the National Piping Centre and along with the existing one, uh, you know, the existing sponsor, the William Grant Foundation. Between the two of them, they've now managed to raise enough funds to sponsor the event. So the Silver Chanter event can continue running. So thank you to the National Piping Centre. They put out a statement saying the National Piping Centre is pleased to take on the running of this landmark event in the piping calendar, which has been a high point in the solo piping season for the last 50 years. The National Piping Centre principal, Roddy McLeod, said in a statement, through the generosity of the William Grant Foundation and with the support of the Isle of Skye Piping Society, we aim to preserve the traditions of the event which celebrates the music of the McCrimmon composers. Yeah, so there you go. Apparently the 2018 event will be held now on August 4th in the National Piping Centre. And yeah, I cannot wait. It's going to be so good to watch. Because as you all know, the Silver Chatter event is one it's pretty prestigious. Yeah, cannot wait for this. So apparently the Silver Chanter had done a bit of digging on this to find out more about the whole thing. Uh, yeah, apparently it started back in 1967 uh, by Seamus McNeil and John McFadden uh, as an exclusive invitational competition in honour, oh, to honour, sorry, to honour the music of the McCrimmon dynasty of pipers. Each piper who managed to compete at this event is asked to pick a Peabrook that was originally composed by the McCrimmons. So it's kind of a special event and yeah, it would have been such a shame to see it go, which is why this is awesome news to hear that it's no, it's not dead, it's no longer off the cards, thanks to the National Piping Centre and the William Grant Foundation, who's managed to bump up the funds, and yeah, it's still going. So that's awesome. We had a bit of bad news last week, so now it's turned into a good news story, so all good. Once we hear who's going to be playing at this year's Silver Chanter, we will let you know who they are. Right. Now, people are still messaging the Big Rab Show page and messaging me direct. Even there's, I got a text message today from a mate of mine saying, Here, Rab, uh, can you get me tickets? Now, what he's looking tickets for is the Inverary concert. Yes, Inverary concert is just around the corner in sunny Ballymena here in Northern Ireland. And yes, us on the Rab Show, we will be there. No show without punch, of course. And yes, yeah, snapping photographs, maybe filming little bits here and there. Hopefully interviewing a lot of guys as well for you guys here in the podcast. Yeah, Inverary concert's going to be a huge event. It's going to be insane. Cannot wait for it. And people are messaging me like crazy looking for tickets. You need to get in contact with Bally Breast Pipe Band. They're the guys who are hosting this. They're selling the tickets. I don't have any tickets. 
<laughs> I even asked Barry Bruce Pipe Band if possibly I could have a couple of tickets to give away on the show. No, not possible. I, you know, this yeah, this event itself will be bunged. There'll be people, you know, trying to peek in through the windows at this one outside. It's gonna be rammed. So if you haven't got tickets for this Good luck trying to get them now. I do believe there are still a few, maybe half dozen left. You can still contact Bolly Priest Pipe Band and try and get your mitts and some tickets, but I think by all accounts this event will be sold out. So, our current world champions in concert in Ballymena in I think about nine days' time from when I'm recording this. Very excited, can't wait for it actually. It's going to be an incredible event. And uh, yeah, we're going to be bringing you all the backstage gossip. We'll get talking to all the guys of Bolly Priest and in Verary. Can't wait to get talking to everybody and bring you guys all the content here on the podcast. If you have any sorts of questions at all for anybody of Team Breast or uh, yeah, in Verary, please do get in contact with us. You can email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. There you go. Now, before we get into today's topic of the week, I have to give a shout out to the guys at the Chanter Rant podcast just because they're awesome they have a little thing running at the minute uh, where they love to do hashtags and one of their hashtags this week is hashtag one of the six yeah in other words they claim to have only six listeners which i believe to be total nonsense uh yeah they believe they have six listeners and if you do listen to the chanter rant podcast please do tweet them hashtag one of the six but also in your tweet you can put in hashtag big rab show and yeah let them know we sent you <laughs> the Chandler Ad Podcast has been running for a good while now and those guys are just awesome. I can't recommend them enough, although I would put like a parental advisory on there. Listener discretion is advised. Quite strong language and adult themes, but my God, is it hilarious. They look at the piping world at a completely different angle. Yeah, if you haven't checked out the Chandler Rad Podcast yet, please do. Well worth a listen. They've got some real good quality conversations on the go. Definitely worth a listen. Also, so yeah, there you go. Hashtag one of the six. And hashtag Big Rab Show. <laughs> we love our hashtags, boys. Right, that's it. Time for me to get a big cup of tea. It's time for the whole reason you clicked on this podcast to begin with. Yeah, it's time for the topic of the week. TwistedThistle.com Owned and operated by world champion and gold medal winner bass drummer Mike Cole. Twisted Thistle bass drum mallets are one of the top performing bass stick brands in the world, used by our current world champions in Vararian District Pipe Band. So check out TwistedThistle.com where you can find information on available models to buy, tuning videos, Skype drumming lessons, pipe band drum scores, pipe band drumming workshops, drum tech support, blah, just so much stuff. Check them out, TwistedThistle.com. Hello. This is Fred Morrison, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. LoneStarPiper.com The little pipe and drum supply in the heart of Texas. Proud to be firefighter-owned and operated. With 10 years in the industry, they are dedicated to providing friendly, professional, personalised service. Featuring many of the most popular brands for bagpipers and drummers, as well as custom kilts and highland wear. Feel free to shoot them an email with questions about custom orders or to get a quote for special pricing on larger orders at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. Yes, indeed. That was a shout out to some of our patrons there. Thanks very much, guys, for clicking that support button. Right. Let's get into it. This is our bona fide Big Rab Show season preview. 
Now, I asked the guys on the Big Rab Show team to look at every single grade available and to give me their predictions. Alright, now I'm going to break it down for you grade by grade as to who picked who. And you know one thing that's come across is that all of us on the Rab Show team can't agree. (laughs) We have been fighting about this for weeks. We have been debating it for weeks. And do you know what? I'm sure you guys at home are debating this yourselves. I have to be honest, I have been thrashing ideas around in my feeble little brain trying to figure out who my predictions are for this incoming season. So let's get down to it. What did the Rab Show think about this incoming year? Feel free to laugh along at home. (laughs) Feel free to laugh along and please do. I have to say straight off the back, if you have any predictions or any thoughts on how you think this incoming season is going to go, Please do email us in your thoughts. What are the bands that you're going to be watching this season? That email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. We really want to know your thoughts on this. All right, let's start off. Starting with one of the members of the Rab Show team, Andrew. Andrew produces a good lot of our live streaming here, mostly from Northern Ireland. Shout out to Andrew. And yeah, he has sent me his predictions. Let's go through them, shall we? Right, starting at grade 4B... Yeah, he says his prediction for Grade 4B of a band to watch would be Tully Lagan Juniors. Do you know what? Not a bad shout. We haven't actually heard this band yet. Tully Lagan Jr. hasn't actually hit the grass yet. But from all reports I've heard, apparently these kids are kind of awesome. So we're looking forward to seeing Tully Lagan Jr. So he said that's a band to watch in Grade 4B. Uh, he's also said Grancha. Grancha apparently should clean up this year. Uh, he was very surprised that they weren't upgraded. Now, whenever I look at Grade 4B for myself, yes, I would have to agree. Grancha definitely in with a shout for Grade 4B. Now, flying on, Grade 4A. <laughs> yeah, Olapool. <laughs> Olapool, yeah, they were world champions two years ago under Gary Nemo. Uh, but so he knows what he's doing. Plus, apparently, that was Andrew's job before Gary took over, so he has to give them a shout. So there you go. Uh, Olipul definitely could be in with a, a shout. So apparently, he taught a lot of the pipers there at the band before he took ill, and yeah, he'll be glad to see them do well. So shout out to Olipul. That's a pick for Andrew for Grade 4A. He also gives a shout to McNeilstown here from Northern Ireland. They could be very solid this incoming year. McNeilstown, to be fair, have had a rough couple of years. So possibly this could be a year for them in Grade 4A. Good shout, Andrew. Now, looking at Grade 3B. Yeah, he totally agrees with me on this one. Has to be St. Mary's. St. Mary's Derry Trasna, of course, should really have been upgraded. (laughs) But yeah, I think, yeah. In Grade 3B... Wow, what a season they had last year, and yeah, it was just an incredible year for St Mary's, and I honestly think they're going to continue in Grade 3B, honestly going to be really, really strong, I think they're going to be a band to watch in 3B. Looking at Grade 3A, Andrew would like to see the Royal Borough of Annan, of course, you cannot look past them, he thinks they will do incredibly well this season. Also, Ross and Cormarty Schools. Ooh, that's an interesting one. Apparently he's got a lot of friends playing for that band and honestly thinks that this could be a great year for them in Grade 3A. So not a bad shout there, Andrew. Looking at Grade 2, he thinks Ravara. 
Ravara should be very disappointed in themselves if they don't do well this incoming season. Coming down from grade one, he reckons they'll be very hungry for the lift. Now, grade two, as I've said before in numerous other podcasts and live shows, grade two is where it's at, man. Grade two is where it's at. And <laughs> Ravara Band, you know, used to be one of the big grade one big guns here from Northern Ireland. Uh, yeah, I think will be hard to look past them in Grade Two. You know, especially when they have a new lead tip now. You know, Mr. Matthew Shaw, you know, in charge of the back line, shaking things up. You know, it's going to be an interesting season to watch Rovara in Grade Two. I think. So yeah, there's Andrew's predictions for Grade Two. Also, looking at Grade One, he says it would be silly not to say the field marshal. He says field marshal Montgomery will be really hungry for it this year. Now, I have to agree with him. Now, as much as yeah, I might not like to say, but we've of course we're all going to say Grade 1, it'll probably be a two-horse race. You're probably looking at Inverary and Field Marshal. Yeah, possibly the same as what went before. But I'm going to throw a fly in the ointment myself. As much as you have Inverary and Field Marshal possibly taking the top two spots, I'm going to say there's going to be another one that could challenge for that top two spot. St. Lawrence O'Toole. Now a lot of people may be laughing at this, but hear me out. St. Lawrence O'Toole have been working incredibly hard because they have this big pre-Worlds concert coming up ahead of them. Apparently the guys have kind of buried themselves away in the band hall and nobody's seen them. The first anyone's kind of seen the guys from St. Lawrence was at that Kids for Cancer charity night and we got to see the drum corps in action. And whew, some incredible stuff. And uh, yeah, I think the guys at St. Lawrence, this could be a year for St. Lawrence to really capitalize on previous years' good progress. You know, you can maybe mark my words and tell me that I'm completely wrong and this could be stuff that rap got wrong. But you never know. I would love to see a three-horse race. I would love to see another band nip into that top spot. So yeah, let it not all be one band dominating all season. I would love to see three bands, or maybe even four bands, juke it out for that top spot. That would be awesome as a spectator. And yeah, make it incredibly, really, really interesting. But realistically, do we think it's going to happen with the likes of Field Marshal being simply incredible and Inverary being simply incredible? There's just so little between these bands at the moment. You know, they are really top of the pile for a reason. But when you consider St. Lawrence Atul also sound absolutely amazing. They could sneak in there. Do you know? So, yeah, that's my mm, thoughts on Grade 1 whenever I read through Andrews. We're going to get through more Grade 1 thoughts. Don't worry about that. Uh, apparently, he'll be excited to see Inverary. And he'll also be excited to see Loman and Clyde. He wants to know what Loman and Clyde will be coming up with this incoming year. Definitely going to be worth a watch. Whenever he's going to be talking about drum corps, the two drum corps that he always loves to watch, of course, Inverary and District and St. Lawrence Atul. St. Lawrence's drummers are their ace up the sleeve. They really are for me. St. Lawrence's drum corps are incredible. Yeah, Stephen does an awesome job there at St. Lawrence. And I don't know, it's going to be a really interesting season for St. Lawrence. Mark my words. Okay, so that was Andrew's prediction from the Big Rap Show. Did you agree? Did you disagree? Let's fly on. Let's look at Stevens. Yep, Stephen, who produces our uh, live streaming and coverage and everything over there in Scotland. Of course, we were talking all about Stephen's amazing coverage from the Police Scotland 5 concert. 
Yeah, so Stephen managed to send us his predictions. Now, he started with the novice juvenile A and B grades. So you've got your usual suspects in there, he says. Uh, for prizes, you've got George Watson's, you've got George Harriet's, and you've got Dollar Academy and Boghall. Uh, would have liked to see a bigger entry in the juvenile A, but juvenile B will be the one to watch. Have to agree. With Mackenzie Caledonian, uh, have a solid teacher pro- teaching program, so it should do well. Uh, first RSPBA competitive outing for the high school of Dundee, here under David Wilton's wing now. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's Pipe Major of Loman and Clyde, of course. So that will be interesting to see. Yeah, it will be very interesting to see. Do you know what? It's a band that I hadn't really thought of. So, yeah, the first outing for the high school of Dundee, that's going to be interesting to watch. Yeah. Okay, so that's your uh, novice juvenile grades and your juvenile eight. Right, okay, let's fly on, shall we? Grade 4B, before I get myself all muddled up, yeah, Ullapool. Both Ullapool bands are going to be really worth taking an interest in, according to Stephen. They've been built, rebuilding since winning the Worlds back in 2016, and great to see them back out. The Isle of Skye always have a nice sound, of course, and Stockbridge, and not forgetting Sergeant Walker Memorial. Yes, also ones to watch in Grade 4B. Probably the strongest entry in Grade 4B we've seen in this grade for a while. Have to agree. Uh, yeah, Olapool can't look past them. I think it's definitely going to be very strong in Grade 4B. And yeah, of course, Sergeant Walker. You can't look past the Sergeant Walker. They've had a pretty good season this past couple of years. Just narrowly missing out on quite a few good prizes too. So yeah, Sergeant Walker could be a good shout. Looking at Grade 4A... Grade 4A looks to be a difficult one to call, according to Stephen. He says, Olapool again, of course, will be worth a watch. And then William Wood are generally consistent. William Wood could be a good call. I think they've went through a bit of a recent restructuring. I think they've got, a, got themselves a new lead tipper and everything. So William Wood, pipe bands, could be worth a watch in Grade 4A. A dark horse could be Perth and District or Glenrothesan District, who I believe were 3B last season. Yes, I think they were. So they were downgraded from Grade 3B into Grade 3A. So that could be a possible dark horse. Glenrothesan District, of course, yeah, could be in there. I reckon you're right, Stephen. Okay, looking at the juvenile grade, yeah, Stephen has my pick, to be honest. He picked the same band as me. Dollar. Dollar Academy has to be one of his favourites. And yeah, they have to be mine as well, to be brutally honest. Their sound, their, just the sound of their piping is just brilliant. And whoever looks after the teaching of their drumming, man, <laughs> incredible stuff there, Dollar Academy. They're just an incredible band. Okay, let's fry on. Grade 3B, what does Stephen think? Uh, Manchester Fire and Rescue are usually in the prizes. Uh, same with the University of Bedfordshire. Both really strong bands, Stephen, to be fair. Yeah, can't take it away from them. He's also saying Denny and Dunny Pace uh, could maybe do very well. Uh, I'd have to disagree with me and my pick of Carnoustie. Yeah, I picked Carnoustie. I honestly thought that they done pretty, would do pretty well. That's my pick. But, yeah, Stephen disagrees with me. He says, it's always ambitious when a band asks to be upgraded like they did a couple of seasons back instead of winning their way there. Hasn't worked out too well for them so far. But you never know what's been done in the off-season. I honestly, yeah, Carnoustie and District is my pick uh, for that grade. Mm, Yeah, I don't know. Danny and Donny Pace, of course, yeah. We'll have a pretty strong season, I have no doubt, along with Manchester Fire and Rescue. Uh, yeah, I do think there's quite a lot of good bands in that grade. It's just going to be difficult to predict who's going to land where, to be honest. So, yeah, grade 3B, 
Have to give a shout out then to Tully Lagan. They're not Tully Lagan. Get myself all confused. Right. Shut up, Rab. <laughs> Stop the Rab God Oh, goodness sake. All right. On to grade 3A. The ones that Stephen want to watch is Colburn, Iowa. 2622 Highland Squadron. And the city of Inverness. All established solid grade 3 bands who would be looking to push up in the next couple of seasons. So yeah, have to agree. Uh, 2622 Highland Squadron, definitely a very strong band. Along with the city of Inverness. And Colburn IOR have been in that grade now for a considerable length of time. Uh, Yeah, it could be worth a push, I think. So who knows? Grade 3A, not bad picks there, Stephen. I think a pretty good shout. Alright, grade 2. As he says here, grade two, no band really sticks out. Uh, all of a similar high standard uh, to any one of the bands, any one of them could take it. Uh, if he was a betting man, he would put his money on Mackenzie Caledonia. Uh, they were nipping at the heels of Glasgow Sky and Loman and Clyde over the last few years. Along with the City of London and the City of Discovery pipe band, they could also do well. Uh, you got to watch those Irish bands too, though, he says, especially Manor Cunningham, who are always in the prizes. Could be a tough year for Wallastone, yeah, but I expect them to beat the likes of the Fire and Rescue. Uh, shame for Ravara. Don't think they should have gone down, but we'll see what happens. Hmm. So you don't rate them then, Stephen? I honestly think Ravara could be in with a good year. And yeah, he did mention Manor Cunningham as well, which is one of my picks for grade two. Manor Cunningham... Definitely could be having a great season this year. Let's fly on. Right, grade one. Field Marshal are a safe bet, as always. But my money will be on St. Lawrence Atul this year. Yay! Stephen! Actually agreed with me. Yeah, this money will be on St. Lawrence this year. Not to take away from Inverary's world win, but he actually preferred St. Lawrence Atul on the day. Ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> okay, uh, but of course Inverary will be looking to keep their streak going. Yes, Inverary will be incredibly hungry, along with the Field Marshal. Field Marshal will be baying for blood. They'll be out there doing their utmost to try and win it this year. So yeah, it's going to be really, really interesting to watch. But it's interesting, Stephen, that you have picked the same band as a dark horse, St Lawrence, and also incredibly interesting that you preferred their run over Inverary's. Hmm. Anyway, uh, the Grade 1 newbies will be great to watch, he says. Bands of interest, it will be great to see them do well and hopefully see them crack the top six and upset the apple cart this year. Apparently, Denny may have bitten off more than they could chew. Hmm, don't know about that, Stephen. I guess we'll see. (laughs) He would love to see Scottish Power, Shots and Dykehead and Boghall back in the higher prizes again. Do you know what? It's been too long for those bands to be out of the top six. You know, it could be time for them to rise to the occasion. It'll be interesting to see the Vale of Athol have been continuing their upsurge. Yes, Vale of Athol had an incredible season last year at the very tail end, just coming into form. As we've just heard, their drummers have been incredibly successful at the Ulster Solos. Bright times ahead at the Vale of Athol. He's also quoted there as after going to the Fife Police concert, the band sounded incredible. So could be a possible dark horse to nip into the top six this year. A band with hunger. There we go. A lot of hungry bands. <laughs> had to feed them. Get a lot of burgers in. But yeah, there you go. That's the picks then from Stephen. So did you agree with Stephen at all? I agreed with him and some disagreed on others, but hey, there we go. Alright, now I did ask a mate of mine, Drew, if he could give me some of his predictions. Now, starting with Drum Major, he actually gave me a prediction for Drum Majors, which is kind of awesome. He said, Drum Major-wise, he reckons 
Hopefully Jason Price will retain his world's adult solo drum major. This world's world drum major title. Uh, apparently, if anything is t- looking at last year's performance, if he can replicate it in any way, he reckons Jason Price will be very safe bet to retain his title at drum majors. Uh, let me see. He's also let me see. Do, 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 do. I'm reading my email here live. Right, starting at grade four B. He thinks his picks for grade four B will be Kildog. Kildog, not a bad shout actually. The College of Piping Summerside, uh, along with Sergeant Walker, as I one of my picks, and then Tully Lagan. There you go. He also mentions that Brashean and District have made a notable improvement. So Brashean and District could be one to watch here in Northern Ireland. So yeah, I also I don't know if Brashean and District have actually featured much in the, much in the prize list, but could be a band to watch coming in. You've heard it here. So yeah, he does go on to say that yeah. He doesn't have any predictions for juvenile grades or anything because he really doesn't know that much about them. So to be fair, Drew, yeah, <laughs> good man. All right, flying on. Grade 4A, Olapool. Are you starting to notice a bit of a pattern here? Yeah, Olapool has to be the pick for Grade 4A, followed by McNeilstown. He picks as well. McNeilstown again, getting another shout. They are up for having a pretty strong season this year in Grade 4A, hopefully. And then Kulabaki. Yeah. Outside of this, he says it's anybody's guess. Within these grades, new leadership and a hard winter's practice, a band could be totally transformed. So the grade 4A and 4B can be totally open. So there you go. And also, I forgot to mention, did I mention the grade 4B? He mentioned the Tully Lagan Junior Band that's coming out. You know, all the the, the young band. So yeah, that's your grade 4s. Interesting choices there. Olapool again coming through. McNeilstown and Sergeant Walker. Again, we're noticing a lot of patterns here. All right. Let's fly on, starting with grade 3B. Yeah, he says this is very similar to grade 3A when he thinks that there's going to be a middle and a lower grade thing that's all going to be really fascinating and it all could be based on the regradings that happened over the course of the season. A long list of bands moved to grade 3B. So that includes the 3rd Battalion, you know, the Boholm District, Tully Lagan. Uh, St Mary's, Denny and Dunny Place, Raffrey and Johnstone. That's anyway. I think he's talking about yeah. I reckon Grade Three B. Yeah, looking at Drew's predictions here, I'll just read them out note for note here. He picked Raffrey. Good shout actually for Grade Three B. Uh, he's looking at St Mary's. He's also talking about the Third Battalion, of course, and Tully Lagan. Yeah, and Johnstone. If they can improve on their drumming results, apparently because yeah, their drumming results was kind of hurting them last season. So yeah. That's his picks. Don't know. St. Mary's, definitely. I have to agree with. Raffrey, good shout. Yeah. And Tully Lagan. I have to agree. Tully Lagan had a great run last season. Right. Looking at grade 3A. Uh, so this for me, this is Drew. He says, this for me is where things get interesting. The competition is a lot more varied, especially looking at the regradings. Right. He, his picks. Yeah. He's looking at Marlacou. Marlacou! Which is always really fun to say in the radio. Uh, Colburn, IOR, of course. You have Thiepville Memorial in there, of course, yeah. And to have St. Joseph's, Clondalkin, 2622 Highland Squadron, and the Royal Borough of Annan. Now, one thing that's very interesting is that he didn't mention the Quinn Memorial. Yeah, which is one of my picks. Anyway, let's fly on. On to grade two. He has picked for his possible grade twos. With Loman and Clyde and Glasgow Sky gone, this grade becomes all the more competitive in his view. Uh, with Rivara down from grade one, will make things hard for the remaining field. So his picks for grade two this season is Rivara. Also, St. Thomas. Oh, good shot, actually. Ooh, 
And then the city of Dunedin, along with the Pipe Band Club, from Australia, not a bad shout actually, along then Mackenzie Caledonian. So yeah, a lot of these names are getting repeated, although that's the first we've heard about the Pipe Band Club. That could be a good shout. Okay, now let's look towards Grade 1. Right, Drew's picks for Grade 1, of course, in the following order. (laughs) He put them in order of preference. (laughs) Okay, his number one band for Grade 1 would be Inverary. Okay, a lot of people have FM first, but he had Inverary. Okay, and then Field Marshal, and then St. Lawrence. Okay, but then he has Scottish Power, Shots, and Simon Fraser. SFU, that's one band that hasn't been in the conversation for a while, so that's an interesting pick. Ooh, yeah, SFU, they've been out of the top six now, and yeah, kind of fallen on hard times this last while. SFU are a band that everyone loves, and as we all know, have been incredibly successful in years gone by. So, yeah, they've been out of the running for a while. Could 2018 see them back in the top six? Hmm. Interesting. He says, notably and disappointingly, this leaves the Boggies out of the top six. He also expects to see the Vale of Athol around maybe seventh or eighth spot this incoming year, especially with their drum corps pushing forward and doing so incredibly well. You'd also love to see the PSNI back in the world's final this year. Do you know what? Not a bad shout, Drew. I think I would love to see the PSNI back as well, myself. All right. So that was Drew's picks for this incoming season. Are you managing to stick with me and go through our predictions? Now, that's the guys who have talked to the show so far. That's my mate Drew and the two guys Yeah, on the Rab Show team. Let's get to my picks, shall we? <laughs> now, I'm going to try and limit it, limit it at least to one band but there are some grades where I can't. So you can mark me down as being completely incorrect whenever everyone hits the grass come banger and they either sound incredible or they sound like a bag of balls. So let's start at grade 4B. My pick for grade 4B this incoming season has to be Sergeant Walker. For me, Sergeant Walker have been building an incredible band. And I think Sergeant Walker running forward into 2018 will be a force to be reckoned with. I think Sergeant Walker is my own personal pick for Grade 4B of a band that I will be watching intently. And uh, yeah, mark my words, Sergeant Walker could be one to watch. All right, on to Grade 4A. Yeah, it has to be Ullapool. Ullapool Industry, a lot of people are pegging them this year as being yeah, the, the ones who are left the top spot. And to be fair, I agree with them. I honestly think Ullapool and District could be Pretty tough to beat in Grade 4A. Grade 4A is pretty open, though, to be fair. So as much as I say Olapool will be one to look at and, you know, be the band to beat, there could be, you know, a dark horse in there. You know what I mean? So it's not over yet. <laughs> Nobody's hit the grass yet. So, yeah, I'm pegging Olapool to be doing pretty well. Looking at Grade 3B, yeah, my pick, if I was to pick one band out of Grade 3B, it's so hard to do. It's so hard to do. I have to say, being honest, it has to be St. Mary's. St. Mary's Derry Trasna had an incredible season last year. And yeah, I honestly think 2018 will be much more of the same. They have done nothing but put on incredible performance after incredible performance. You know, So I honestly think they're my pick for Grade 3B this season. Now I do realise that cuts out a lot of other bands such as Raffrey. 
we just mentioned Raffrey earlier, we had Tully Lagan as well. Just a serious amount of bands in that grade and grade 3B. But my pick has to be <laughs> oh, St Mary's. I hate this, putting all my eggs in one basket. But yeah, you can mark me down. You can laugh at me if you think I'm wrong. Now, looking at grade 3A. Yeah, I know a lot of people have talked about the 2622 Highland Squadron. They've talked about the Royal Borough of Annan. Uh, all of, you know, Colburn, IOR, you know. But my pick for grade 3A this season for the band will be the most interesting to watch would be the Quinn Memorial. Yeah. Now, for those of you who know me personally, you'll know that the Quinn Memorial was my old band. I used to be in charge of them, you know, many years ago. Uh, yeah, they're my they're my guys, you know what I mean? But this last couple of seasons, the guys at the Quinn Memorial have had a pretty amazing time in the prize list. They've been working incredibly hard. Uh, Gary Smith and co. Drum Corps is just singing at the minute. Uh, yeah, I honestly think the Quinn Memorial could be a pretty decent force to be reckoned with in Grade 3A. It's going to be very interesting to watch this grade this incoming year. But, yes, take it from me. The big grab show pick for grade 3A would be the Mighty Quinn. Mighty Quinn Memorial. Good luck, guys. Now, grade 2. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This is where I fall into trouble. Grade 2, I couldn't pick one band. Honestly, I couldn't do it. Too many bands are in there that could lift it. Now... Top of the pile for me has to be Klaus Kelt. <laughs> a band that we haven't mentioned yet. Klaus Kelt has to be top of the pile because if anyone managed to hear them last season, whew, that sound that they're blowing alone, just amazing. And the, yeah, the style of their performances, it's really simple, really incredibly musical and played well. You know, so Klaus Kelt, if anybody managed to hear their performance at the, uh, you know, the drum major, the Armad drum major thing, the concert that they recently threw, they sounded really, really great. You know, so Klaus Kelt could be a great shout, actually. Also, I have to say, Manor Cunningham, Manor Cunningham, what can be said about Manor? Everyone loves to see Manor Cunningham hit the grass, and this year, I think, could be an incredible year for the guys at Manor Cunningham, because last year... Was they were just getting the ground under their feet again. They've been off the road for a while, and yeah, last season for Manor Cunningham was reasonably successful for them. They did lift quite a few titles along the way, but essentially it was a year to build. You know, they were getting the grass under their feet again, and here we are, a season later. This could be a good year for Manor Cunningham. You know, pushing out this year could be really interesting. I have to say, another band in Grade Two. Apart from Ravara, everyone's going to be watching Ravara, okay? I know that's the obvious pick, and yeah, okay. It's in the Rab Show list of a band that you're going to want to watch in Grade 2. But a band that no one's mentioned yet, Balagan, or Balagan. You know, or whatever you want to pronounce it. These guys are coming all the way over and hitting every major championship this year. Ugh. They're a band that I am going to be watching. Now, to make such a huge investment like that, to travel so far, so many times in the one competitive year, these guys are clearly doing it for a reason. They obviously know that they have something special that they're going to bring to that Grade 2 arena this year. So they're going to be a band that I'm going to be watching with a lot of interest. You wouldn't be making such a big push internationally like that unless you knew you were going to produce the goods. So for me... Balagan or Balagan, they're on my list as well. So there you go. 
as my grade 2 picks as much as I know I'm neglecting a lot of other bands in there such as the Pipe Band Club Mackenzie Caledonia as well <sighs> grade 2 it's such a great grade this year it's going to be so competitive really really hard to pick any one band in that grade to be honest so we'll be watching grade 2 with interest can't wait for a season wrap up whenever I listen back to the predictions and I can laugh my leg off at this <laughs> ok on to grade 1 who is the big rap show pick well I've already told you St Lawrence Atul has to be my own personal pick for this incoming year a band that's going to be really interesting to watch of course that big pre-worlds concert has a major influence on it the guys are insanely busy at the minute Like I mean they're working every hour <laughs> it's incredible the work they're putting in my pick for possibly the band to watch is St. Lawrence Atul. Not to take away, of course, from our current world champions in Verary. You know well. You know fine well they're going to be up there. You know, along with the Field Marshal Montgomery Machine, you know full well those two bands will just be incredible. And like we say on the Rab Show, they will melt your face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with Phil Marshall, with a little bit of changes in the ranks here and there, some new players coming in with new bass drummer and everything, Phil Marshall is going to be really interesting to watch. And yeah, they will have that hunger and fight to want to try and win things this year. Along with Inverary, they're going to be wanting to keep their streak going, as we've said earlier, and retain that world title, you know. So, but yeah, band for me to watch would be St. Lawrence. I think St. Lawrence Atul could have a really strong year this year. So there you go. There's my pick. Now, also outside chances. Yeah, the Vale of Athol. We've mentioned them before. They will be a really interesting band to watch. Because like I've said, they finished off last season just getting into a way of going. And then the season ended. And that was it. The ball stopped rolling. And I was like, oh, come on. If we just kept going, you could have been in that top six. So I honestly think Vale of Athol could crack the top six this year. They could be in a ways of going. So the Vale of Athol could be a band to watch. But also, I have to say, a band that I am going to be really interesting to watch, interested in watching this incoming year will be the New Zealand Police. Yeah, this is one that we haven't mentioned yet in our predictions. But the New Zealand Police, for anybody who's caught the recordings of what they were producing down, especially during the New Zealand Championships, Pipe Major Emmett Conway and co are producing something incredible down under. And I cannot wait to see them when they come up here to the UK uh, for the Major Championships. Going to be incredibly interesting to watch what New Zealand Police bring to the grass. Uh, Mark my words, possible dark horse... Could they crack the top six? Don't know. I honestly do think, though, they can crack the top ten. They will, I think, in my opinion, they will qualify for the final. Depending on what grip they get, of course. But, yeah, I honestly think they could be one to watch. Alright, so there you go. There's all of our predictions. Hope you've managed to keep up through that conversation. (laughs) A lot of bands' names being flung around. But, yeah, there's our picks. You can laugh all you like at home. Uh, yeah, we've put all our eggs in one basket with some bands. But, yeah, hopefully we've managed to kind of start a bit of a conversation. Uh, yeah, what are your picks? We would want to know. Please email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. What are your picks for the 2018 season? I have to say, we're going to be revisiting this. We will hold another podcast going through all of your predictions. You guys, the listeners at home, we will go through your emails and your possible picks. So please do email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com and yeah, yeah, your predictions will get on the podcast before everything kicks off here on the 12th of May. All right. 
That's it for the Big Rap Show podcast this week. Thanks a million, everyone, for downloading, as always. And if you haven't already, please do click on that subscribe button. And yeah, you can never miss an episode. We're available on iTunes and on Podbean and all that stuff. So each time we upload an episode, you'll get a little ding. Rab's managed to upload another one, so you'll never miss the show. And yeah, feel free to check us out on social media through the week and on Facebook and on Twitter and all that usual sort of stuff. And yeah... On Fuse FM Balamoni. Now I have to give a shout out to everyone who was watching the Champions League football this week. Yeah, we were live on the air last night, Tuesday night on Fuse FM Balamoni, and we were talking all about our predictions. A lot of people actually messaging in, giving out names, saying, oh, Simon Fraser could be in with a shout, could be New Ross and District's year, could be the, you know, a lot of people shouting out names for bands. And then I had a load of people saying, here, Rob, we're watching Liverpool play in the Champions League. We're not listening to you at the minute. So we'll just catch you on the podcast. <laughs> so for all you football fans or soccer fans, yeah, where have you been? You know, you could listen to us in one ear and watch the football with the other. <laughs> there you go. That's the shout out to all you soccer fans. Uh, yeah, hope you've enjoyed this week's podcast. Please do email us in your predictions. We would really love to hear your thoughts. And yeah, we'll bring that to a future podcast. Until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rap Show podcast. Well, that's it for another Big Rap Show podcast. Many thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads, raising the benchmark throughout all the grades. Winning 8 out of 9 possible world championship performances, G1 Reads are played by bands around the world, producing that quintessential tone. If you don't believe me, just listen to our current world champions in Vararian District. Until next time, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rap Show podcast. All the best.